Welcome to that podcast, episode 63. I'm your co-host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell me what time it is. And the rocket's red gun, hang on, I gotta stand up. Three of you guys, you put one thing, you're out of state. Now I run a clean game here. I have any trouble, I'll suspend you. I'm listening to a fucking song! Hopefully so. That's right. That's so good. Welcome to It's That Podcast. Uh, first off, before we start anything else, happy birthday, Jason. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. It's been kind of uh, the way we do it in the Shirley household. It's kind yeah. of been a birthday week. Yeah, because everybody has their birthday, right? Right. And we just kind of we kind of spread it out. In fact, thanks to you, my friend, because yes. we now have a new addition to Studio B, and this yes. young man is in the house. He is. Mr. Angus Young yes, has sir. joined us in Studio B. Yes, sir. I got uh, I got uh, Jason a little Angus Young Funko Pop. Oh, I bought so him great. one. I bought him one like three weeks ago, um, but the box was not up to gift standards. Let's put it that ah. way. Ah, the corner was all fucked up and was kind of damaged a little bit, quite frankly. So I'm like, I can't send him this. I can't do it. So I ordered him another one. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> and uh, it arrived, so we're all good. Everybody's good. I got. I now have a uh, six Funko Pops at work. I've got the pyramid of Funko Pops. It uh, was kind of like vinyl for me, man. I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm not getting into it because if I do, then it's going to be a bad situation. But I've been able to keep it kind of on the DL a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I've, I got I've, a Peyton, I got the Ditka, I got a yeah. Bryant. I've, I've been got, okay, uh, and now Angus. I have six. I've got yeah. uh, Koch. I got Walter. As you do. Mitch. There's a Trubinsky one, so I got Trubisky. Uh, those three bears I have. And then I have uh, Angus, because, you know, I have Wayne Gretzky in a Kings uniform, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Absolutely. And they actually make a four-pack of him in all four uniforms. So there's an Oilers one, a Kings one, a Blues one, and a Rangers one. And then I have um, who apparently somebody pronounced him dead a couple oh, days ago. I'm sorry? Uh, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Oh, no. So, <laughs> all right. So, I can't remember what day, Thursday, I think it was. They announced that Ric Flair was rushed to the hospital. Like somebody announced that. Then about, I don't know, because Twitter's Twitter and the internet's the internet, like three hours later, Somebody announced he was dead. <laughs> to which uh, Conrad Thompson, who is the host of the podcast I listen to, you know, multiple times a week, who's who is Ric Flair's uh, son-in-law. Mm. Ric Flair married uh, Rick's oldest daughter. Um, okay, Me- Megan is how it's pronounced. Not Megan, Megan. He had to go online or interview somebody and go, "Look, he's not dead." This was a planned procedure that he wanted to get done before this upcoming weekend because this upcoming weekend 
is um, a big to do in Las Vegas. And I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to anger the coach. But right, suffice it to say that there was a procedure Ric Flair wanted done before he went because he's had health problems the last year. And so he volunteered to have it done before he had to go to Vegas for Memorial Day weekend. And so Conrad had to tell him that. And then his wife, his new wife, Wendy, jumped online and said the same thing. So somebody, like some asshole pronounced him dead. <laughs> He's not dead. Anyway, that's a whole other ball of wax. So could be worse. If you're having a bad it week, could be. you could have somebody on Twitter go online and tell everybody that you're dead. And he's yeah. not, he's not dead, right? I mean, you want to liken that to uh, Clapton and Steve Ray Vaughan at the time, or right? Yeah, yeah. everybody I mean, said Clapton was dead, but he wasn't the one that died. It was Stevie that was the one that died. Unfortunately, well, I mean, it would have been unfortunate either way. Right, right. So, um, as uh, as we ch- chatted up here, we have uh, Cubs Nats. So what better way to segue into sports talk than the coup who are going on right now? Right. Uh, the 28 and 17 leading the NL Central. What do you think of the Chris appeal? Bryant coming back from the dead? Well, I'm a too. fan. But the appeal last night from, uh, from Madden. Yeah, I think that was really him just standing up for his guy, especially okay. a guy that um, has had his confidence shaken. I mean, having to go back to the minors to try to figure things out in his head. True. Um they said it was never anything physically mm-hmm. um, wrong with him. It was yeah. just purely a confidence deal. And even when he blew the lead the other night, um, yeah. he came back and I he, he I think he struck out the next two guys. It seems like Carl Edwards, Carl Edwards is Joe's guy. Right. Right. Like he's done enough in the playoff run or whatever to endear him. So he's going to stick up for his guy. Which is admirable, which is what you should do, right? Right. Um, the thing is that, like, Doolittle's been getting away with that forever. I scored a game last night. I scored the Mariners game, and they, they have a pitcher named Corey Guerin, who's been in the league for eight years, who's same thing. He does the tap, tap when there's people on base. He does that extra tap. <clears throat> and they actually brought that up on the telecast. They brought up Joe on the telecast. They're like, hey, Joe Madden today went out to the mound or went and filed a protest for the game because of the tapping thing, which I thought I found weird. Yeah. Like the umpires know the rules. <laughs> exactly. You know, like if they're going to call it, they're going to call it. Yeah. If, if, and, and if what did they say? They said it was more of a slide for Doolittle. Yeah. They like said it was foot a plant for right, Edwards. Right. They said it wasn't, they said they were fundamentally different, but fundamentally they weren't different. Like it's the same concept. Which is against the rules, apparently, but right, and they were warned, you know, prior to the season starting. So right, right, that should have and, been a thing. And also, um, like they allow quick pitching too. Like, like people quick pitch all the time. Like Strope does it all the time. He quick pitches all the time, and to a certain extent, so does Kelvin Herrera for the White Sox. Ooh. He just quick pitches. Like you're supposed right, to well, set and then yes. throw, but. A but, lot of times, Strope doesn't, or and Kelvin Herrera is guilty of the same thing. Oh no, that's absolutely. I mean, that's Strope's mo. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what makes him successful is yeah. keeping guys off balance on when it's coming. And let me tell there's you, there's no this. rhythm to it, right? And I scored the White Sox game today. And let me just say this part. Yeah, of it. tell me about that. Steve Stone is still on top of his game. 
Really? He, he brought up the pitcher for the Blue Jays. Okay. And he does the wrist cock at the bottom of his windup. Who is this we're talking about? Uh, God, I only ask because I own a Blue Jay. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's him. You don't think it's him? I don't. No, I don't care then. As soon as I see the name, I'll know it. Uh, okay. It was Trent Thornton. Okay, yeah, not my guy. So at the bottom, he has a weird windup, and then at the bottom, he does this weird. I'm trying to think who else did it in the past, but he basically weird. like cups his he cups his hand. He cups his wrist. Okay, and then throws it, and the thing that. Um, that Stone was trying to point out was that, look, when he does it that way, and if he does it every single time and then releases it from the same point every single time, you can't, you don't know what's coming. Like okay. you don't know if it's a curve or a slider or, because if it comes from the same spot. Right. Like I mean, there's that, there's that, there's that graphic. Was it Darvish? The you Darvish. Yeah. Yeah. When he was with the Rangers. Yeah. Where every, he threw all like, five pitches from the same spot. <laughs> exact same spot. And not that the White Sox are in great shakes, but. I mean, it can throw you off. Like if yeah, you're not paying attention, absolutely. it's not a bulk or anything like that. It's just, it's his delivery. Like just kind of sure. how he rolls. Um, speaking of the White Sox, real quick, they lost today, five uh, two. Ronaldo Lopez wasn't sharp. Mm. Um, he was their only bright spot, my friend. I'm he wasn't on the bad. Mouth. I mean, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad necessarily, but he just wasn't. Right. He, last few outings, he's been great. Right. But he just hasn't. Today was not his day. Put it that way. He was missing with his fastball, which is weird. Hmm. You know, like like Welly would have him go inside on a left-hander, and it would end up outside. Hmm. Which means it's going to end up getting hit. Sure. So. Because it's over the heart. That's right. So he needs to work on that. That's probably his one fault is that – I mean, he throws 96. Location. Like 96, 97, but he, he has trouble hitting his spots when the catcher says throw it here. Right. Especially, it's weird, especially to right-handers. Like, it's just odd to me. But he still has but, movement on it. I mean, it's, oh, not yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. it's not like the Farnsworth 100-mile-an-hour right. straight pitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like it's not like a rope. Like, it still no. is moving, but it, it's not where the movement, the anticipated movement will put it. The anticipated movement, it, it fades left to right, his fastball. is just kind of how he throws it. Yeah. So if, you're, if you set up outside your right-hander, it's going to fade over the plate. And then it's going to get hit a mile, Oof. which a couple did, a couple did today. But um, mm. and then a side note, not to totally hijack the conversation, but I scored the Twins Mariners game last night, mm-hmm. a four hour game. Ooh, well, yeah, I, Twins mm. won I think seventeen to four, and the Twins can just flat out rake. Like that's all they do. If they get any pitching at all, they're going to be and and I'm not talking. Well, and the Mariners rake as well. They just can't feel. Oh right? my god! Yeah, they had at least two errors yesterday. Ooh, yeah, brutal. Yeah, yeah. They the Twins announcer revealed that um, apparently they have twice as many home runs as the Indians, mm. like double. <laughs> wow! Like that's uh, going to be tough to catch. So if the Twins have anything, I mean, quite frankly, if they should really go out and get Dallas Keuchel. Just pay up for him. Sure. Because if they have him in Dallas Keuchel's Dallas Keuchel, yeah. that team is not only unbeatable in the Central, they may be unbeatable in the American League. Hey, who's like, that's how good closer? they are. doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, they, they wouldn't want to go get Keuchel and Kimbrell and just no, I don't like, think just sell it up. Money. I don't think they the want purse. to do that. I think that money would be better spent on Keuchel. But but don't you think that Kimbrell's price has to have gone down? I would think with every passing day, both of their prices go down. Right? I would think 
I mean, it's like standing outside of a concert, and you know, right. it's right. It's on. It's going. Yeah, yeah. Or like when, uh, or I Todd know, Bell. I have a lot me. of friends. That's, mm. I have a lot of friends who go uh, to Cubs games, but they just wait until the game starts and then they buy their ticket. Because mm-hmm. then you get in at low below face value. Uh, they're closer sure. Blake Blake Parker. Okay. He is seven of seven saves. Ooh. Yep. Well, there's not a lot of saves, but I guess if you're raking like the, the Twins are, yeah, there's not a lot of right. save opportunity. No, there's not. They've only had 14 all year. They have 30 wins and only 14 save opportunities. So yeah, that should right. tell you they're just out there just mashing. Uh, any for clumpness with the Cubs in the last couple of weeks, Jay, since we've last uh, you know, talked about them? No. I mean, I. what do you want as a fan? You want a team right. that goes out there every day that expects to win, mm-hmm. and if they don't, fine. Right, we'll get them tomorrow. Yeah. Right, yep. and I don't know. It's like it's like the I don't know eighties, late eighties, early nineties Bulls. You, yeah. you kind of just expected them to win at that point. <laughs> yeah, and if they didn't, yes. you're like, well, whatever. You can't win them all. Well, not that, but you're like, they lost. What? Yeah. 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 And then you're like, well, what happened? Well, you know, they didn't what hit today. What horrific well, thing happened? Okay. You know, Pippin had an off day. All right. All right. It is what it is. And that's that's kind of how I feel about the Cubs right now. I mean, which is infinitely better than I felt after the first nine games of the season, which, of course, yeah. I would want to punch myself in the face if I said that at the time. Right. Uh, you know, oh, we're, we're two and two and seven or, or whatever. Right. You know, yeah. Shut up. All right. <laughs> and we'll talk about the bull in a minute. We'll yeah. get to that whole hilarity. Well, yeah, we got the hilarity will ensue. Hey, the hilarity will jump ensue. to that. Yeah, you want to talk about the the fire festival of sports? Yes. Why don't you Why don't you fill everybody in on it? Oh yeah, well the AAF yeah. folded. They folded a long time ago. They folded like weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Here's the problem. When, I mean, it was just reported like on the eighth. Yeah, and then they. Well, I think they were supposed to start their playoffs. Like this was supposed to be a playoff week or whatever. The well, I problem, mean, the problem was this. Ahead. The problem was this is that when all your games are on CBS Sports Network, that, that you're not going to make any money. Well, yeah, but you know their hook, and we didn't pimp this like I thought we we would have before. Right. But the entire motivation of this league was gambling. Mm-hmm. It was prop bets. Correct. You yeah, were, they, you were they supposed had... to be able to bet on every single play, and every player had a chip in their shoe. Yep. Yep. And when they, you know, so they're running out on the field, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, so now I'm going to pick that this, this guy's going to get the, the pass, and this is right. going to happen, and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's all money all the time. The problem was the design that they had and the software for it only had 22 players at a time it, it could only work that way right right so when they were running off after a kickoff or after a change of possession or whatever it crashed the machine yeah. every single time yep so and that's brilliant idea they wanted right. to get to market first they wanted to beat vince yep i mean there were so many problems though joe i mean I, yeah. how much do we say about this the the and, fact that the, the the funding for it from yeah. the jump was by a guy that immediately got indicted yes after he pledged all this money <laughs> right and not only that but like people don't understand vince right they don't yes he's a billionaire right. like a hundred percent true that is mm-hmm. a fact 
fact of life, right? I mean, he's sure. worth a billion dollars plus probably. And especially with the Fox deal, you know, selling the TV rights to SmackDown to Fox. But well, and half I just I read that half of uh, Vince's games are going to be on either Fox or ABC. Correct. Right. That's so one there's thing. money. There's money in your pocket right, right then. Right. The quote that came out of this entire thing was when they asked Vince, "Are like so? Would you, are you worried after what happened to AAF?" And he goes, "No, we have money." Right. Not and only that. That's what it, that's what it boils down to. Right. But Vince McMahon is the most type A caring about his product person in, I don't want to say in business, but damn close to it. Like he, he firmly believes, by the way, just a side note, that sleep is the enemy. Yeah. Like he, he we used to have a friend, the coach will remember this. We used to have a friend that uh, would say sleep when you're dead. Yeah. I mean, Vince is 70 plus years old, whatever, but like he is mega type A. Like it's, it's, Everything he does, he puts his heart and soul into. Yeah, I don't understand that. Uh, well, we, we all do. If you if you have a work ethic, you do. But well, I mean, even taking that, like taking our work ethic that you know that both you and I have, multiply it by a hundred, and that's Vince. He's hands on with everything. <clears throat> and when you run a billion dollar company, that's really tough to do. But he is, and he's in his seventies. There's no part of the XFL that's going to not be under his scrutiny. None yeah. of it. Well, it he's going to he's going to ride I, or die. Like, and I didn't know like much about Ebersol, but I know he was the face mm-hmm. of AAF. But yeah. Bill Polian has always kind of been our guy. Yeah, and he was the other co-founder. He was, so it's which like, is unfortunate. But I mean, he didn't have a money stake in it. He just no. had like the right. football knowledge. It was his gig, thing. right? Yeah, and the, and the you know again the issue is like this was the problem with. Um, and I keep hating go back to wrestling, but if we're talking about Vince and the XFL, WCW versus WWE. WWE is a re- was a wrestling company that put out a TV show. The WCW was a TV company putting out a wrestling show, and I, that may not click right away. But when you're talking about a dedication from the top guy that's running everything, that is the world, because Vince didn't have anybody filtering his ideas. He he was the say-so in anything, be it the old XFL or anything with the WWE. Like it, it's his vision, period. Whereas with a, a, a network putting on a wrestling show, it's the network. It's all the tentacles of a television network that is running this wrestling show. It's telling the people that have run wrestling successfully how to run wrestling. And that doesn't work. That doesn't work. <laughs> right. Right. Like Vince is so type a, which makes me believe the XFL is going to succeed because yeah. he's not going to let it fail again. He let it fail once. He's not going to let it fail again. Like it's it just it, in his mind. Yeah. He's not going to let it happen again. He's not going to let what happened to the AAF happen to him. Right. So, but, and again, this all comes back to gambling. Yeah. Yeah. And when they talked about it, and I, I guess this has been a thing when they brought all the, uh, you know, the heads of all the 
the five families, Joe. Mm. The major sports in and have talked gambling. The only people that have not balked have been the NFL. They're like, whenever you're ready, we're ready. We're doing it. Any yeah. prop bet you got, as long right. as it works, we don't because care. They have they team. see that it's going to be a exactly. multi-billion dollar exactly. enterprise. They are... They are... And somebody's going to buy that software that the AAF came up with. Yeah. I mean, so... The NFL who, might. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're going to make money. Yeah. These guys, it, you know, the guy that came up with it, they just, again, they went to market too quick because they wanted to, to beat everybody to the punch. Right. But... And in, and in this instance, yeah, that's kind of what killed. I mean, but the, I, again, there are so many things that killed them. Yeah, funding that yes. thing not working out. Yeah, I mean, if if one of those things would have gone right, they might have been able. And Polian said himself, he's like, listen, we thought we were going to get through this season, pay off our creditors, and then either fade out or figure out a way to make it work. Right. He said there was no way in the world we thought that it was going to die mid season. Right. And. With guys not getting paid, guys um, being like sent on the road for games, not knowing how to get home, home right? No, no plane tickets. Yeah, uh, they were thrown out of their hotels because yep. they weren't being, yeah, you that. know, they, they were going to have to charge the individual player to right. pay for his room. Right. They they started uh, the equipment guys were starting to say, yeah, uh, two hundred fifty bucks for your jersey. Yep. I mean, it just horrible. And the thing about the NFL. I always thought, like for the last five years, the NBA were the ones that were the biggest ahead of the curve league. Yeah, right, right. Well, I mean, for the for the fan experience inside the facility, yeah. Yeah. right. But the NFL keenly understands that the more eyes that are on their product, the more money they'll make. MLB, NBA, and NHL all want a fee from states, right? Yeah, right. I have not heard one mention the NFL wanting a stake. They don't need it. Because they know yeah. the more people that watch their games, the more TV ad revenue they'll make. Like it, They're going to make yeah. that money back easily, if not more. Oh. In they just know getting a more people Thursday to watch the Jacksonville shit. Cleveland game yes. will yeah. beat a, a baseball playoff game. Yes. A baseball yes. World Series game. Absolutely. Yeah. Because. Oh. They, the NFL, at least they understand a hundred percent of everything that all they need are eyes on their product. Yeah, they don't care how they get there. They right. honestly don't. Mm-mm. And it's not like these guys, these guys were paying Vegas, right? It's not like these guys right. were paying a fee to Vegas for to to get. They weren't paying Vegas no. nothing. So no. why should anybody else pay? Now I think the AAF made a huge mistake in not going to the NFL earlier. Because that yeah. was their last ditch yeah. effort. They went to yeah. the NFL with their hands out and said, "Hey, listen, we'll uh, hey. partner with you." Vince was and like, yeah. the NFL said, "Yeah, we don't need you." We don't and need then they and they don't need the they don't need the XFL either. They don't. They really don't. All the but last I mean last time they pretty much just picked the carcass. I mean they looked at what they had done, right. and we we talked about it a million times that camera that goes over the middle of the field that the XFL came out with. That's right. Oh, yeah, NFL just took it. They did. Because who's oh, going to yeah, tell cool. me you we'll can't? We'll use that. Thanks. Right. Who's going to tell me you can't? Right. Nobody, because there's nothing that exists. Exactly. And I, I agree with you 100% that somebody, I don't think it's going to be the XFL, but the NFL mm. for sure is going to take that technology. But they have to figure out, like you said, the on-offness of getting on the field and getting off the field. That's a problem. Like We have a product, the company I work for has a product where we track, video track. 
Mm-hmm. It's easy to do for soccer because I mean there's pronounced substitutions, right? Like right. some dudes yeah. on the sideline or basketball. Going, you have to have a timeout and, and get basketball. somebody in. Exactly. Yeah. There's you can account for people before the play happens. You can account for who's on the court. Mm-hmm. That's what makes soccer and basketball easy to do. Like we, you know, hockey is, is almost impossible. Right, because they line change line so changes. much, and yeah, you'd have to have a chip on the puck and mm. all that, and it just and then you get back to the fox streak thing, which was terrible. And, and let's put let's put a really expensive right. piece of material in right. something that's going to get hit as hard right. as it possibly can. And baseball oh. is baseball saw the trend, and they're so far advanced from anything, right? Like they're even upgrading their already state of the art system. I don't know if you saw that here. See this here about this. No. Yeah, they're upgrading all the cameras in the in the parks, and they went hmm. with a new a new foundation for it. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, to make it even better, because the problem with the current system that they've mm-hmm. had, right, uh, is mainly with pop ups. Oh. Because the pop up goes beyond the camera's scope. Okay. So it disappears. So, like for Statcast, for example, it'll say that ball went seven hundred feet when it didn't because it just it didn't it lost track of it right and that's normally when arnie harris would get me a shot of uh some Uh, good cleavage that's right yeah that's right and actually it's funny you bring up arnie harris on the twitters today arnie harris that's right they were talking somebody tweeted about how the one of the greatest score moments was when murph which i find hard to believe had arnie harris on during a game hmm and you heard Arnie Harris calling all the shots and stuff like that. Well, Murph, it was, I don't even know. I don't even know if that, that even happened, but yeah, wow. it was weird. It was odd, but. Um, hey, hey, Arnie, hey. give me, give me something over there. That red, that redhead, yeah. I'm oh. tapping my head. I'm tapping my oh, nose. I'm tapping Kenny my from nose LaGrange. Spread. There he is. Look, yeah. he's Kenny from LaGrange. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the current standings of the Cubs are 26 and 17. They're a game up on the brew. We've played more games. They played Jesus six more games. They're twenty eight and twenty one. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. Um, White Sox are twenty one and twenty four after today's events. And, and they talked about this on the broadcast too. Benetti and mainly Benetti did was that the the Sox just keep closer to five hundred, and then like something kicks them in the teeth, and then they fall back. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like damn it. You get so well, close, and then you not so much. So what are you what are you thinking about that? I mean, you're you're pretty um, much your trade piece is. You don't have one. Sure, you do. I don't think so. Your DH that can't play first base. Oh, uh, Brayu. Yeah. Um. He here's the thing. Normally, See, the argument happens. there is, oh, nobody's so good with the young Latin guys that if, come in, right? If this but was aren't any, you pretty much telling Ricky Renneria go fuck yourself. Because right. If there was any other owner, I would agree right. with you. Okay. But Jerry is just so loyal. Oh, God. like he. We still get to talk about his kid. Yeah, I know. And the, and the White Sox. Uh, here's my. I I had sent Jason a text earlier today that said, "Hey, I got a piece of news." I was going to tell you. Yeah, but I'm going to you say were going to share with me then, but you're like, save for the show. Yeah, uh, Nikki Stakes. <laughs> yeah, uh, my sent, guy. Sent down. Oh, yeah, because Eloy is ready to go. Bum, 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 bum. Well, Eloy's my guy too. So that's true. So Eloy will be back probably tomorrow. All right. And Nikki Stakes got sent down today. So well, he'll be back. He will eventually. Eventually. Is Danny but, Polka still down? Yes. 
Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So Eloy will be back tomorrow. Eloy is Well, John Jay is going to, ooh, my arm. Ooh, exactly correct. Ooh, my side. So, ooh. Right, exactly. Yeah. So they're going to be. groin. Oh, my groin. Um, <laughs> exactly. Thank yeah. you, George C. Scott. You're welcome. Uh, by the way, they took El Mago out of the game, apparently. Yeah. And you got Addison That Russell. happened earlier, and yeah, I was like, oh, no, he was jumping around. He'll be fine. No. Well, maybe. Well, I mean, what, they're up they, five. Are they, they're up five nothing? Yeah, they're up 6-1. 6-1. Okay. One. One. Oh, 6-1. So that's so. right. I forgot Kurt Suzuki wheeled home <laughs> that's right. while we were chatting. The mighty Mjolnir of... Uh, of Kurt Suzuki. Yeah. That's right. You're old. Yeah. So the White Sox, they keep getting close, but then they get swept. Like, you know, or lose Oof. two or three to Toronto, who's not terrible, but in the division they play in, they're terrible. So. Yeah. I don't know. What, do you, what are you going to do? Yeah. Big Daddy. <laughs> little Daddy Vladdy. Finally. Yeah, with, uh, yeah, yapper. Getting his home run deep. stroke down. And that was deep, deep. That was a, probably about 410, 420. That's only like shot. his fourth thing, right? Yeah, it's not many. Yeah, it's um, not. No. My guy of the trio of Eloy Jimenez, uh, Vlad Jr., and Fernando Tatis Jr. I have Fernando Tatis Jr. on my And I have the other team. two. And uh, not in our league, but in a different league. Mm. And he's been hurt. I'm hoping he comes back soon. Not that I need him, need him, but every bat helps. Yeah, I've been stashing Vladdy down in the minors just until he can get this stroke down. Yeah, yeah he'll be back. He'll be, he'll be around. I've also got Dylan Cease down there, Joe. You want to give me an soon, update on that? Soon. 2021? Uh, it'll be this year. I know. I'm pretty confident. About that. I'm pretty confident. All right. Um, Why speaking not? Of, speaking of confidence. NBA? When you have, what, 12.5% of the ping pong balls that let you be first, and three teams jump you. Now, one thing we talked about on our last podcast, not the last one, but the one before this one, episode 62. Yes. I did not know that they changed the formula for how many ping pong balls you get. Really? Yeah, they changed it. They I didn't know it that either. Yeah, so apparently the lowest three all have the same chance. Okay. And number four, where the bulls were, they have a little bit less chance. Like I think it's 15% for the top three and then like 12 and a half for four. Okay. I mean, it used to be skewed to the top team, to the worst team. It used to be skewed. Sure. Which, you know, makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a Except. thousand ways to do it. There's a thousand ways to slice the pie, but, um, at any rate, the Bulls end up with the seven pick, literally, not figuratively, literally worst case scenario. That's literally the worst thing. That's right, Homer. The, literally the worst thing that can happen, happened. I didn't think it was physically possible, but this both. Correct. It sucks and blows. It sucks and blows. Um, so, um, I'm not sure who's more upset. Bulls fans, because I mean, this has kind of been the downtrodden, or Knicks fans who thought that they were in because they were in right. the top four, sure, and they were they were after the commercial break, <laughs> as I like to call it, yeah, right, because they do the top five or they do the five worst, and then they have the commercial break, and then the four that are in the four, you know, figure it out, duke it out. Yeah, the Knicks got three, I think. Number one pick went to the New Orleans Pelicans, which, if you think about it, could be skewed, could be rigged, but no, I think Anthony Davis still doesn't want to play there. I don't think no. having Zion. Yeah, I don't. Williams I don't think make Zion wants there. to play there either. No, and that's a no, huge. Deal. Right, 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 right. And in theory, I mean, the the talk of it was that he there there was some scuttlebutt that he was 
talking about thinking about going back to Duke. There was. Yeah. Like he was going to go back to Duke so he didn't have to play for New Orleans. Right. Which is his right. You can do whatever he sure. wants. But if they were smart, they'd get it done like they did with Eli. Right? Yeah. Well, they can't. Well, the problem is the NBA has a salary cap. There's only so much he can make. Like I think the draft pick rates are frozen. But I think he just wants to move to. He just wants to work in a better market. Right. Like he doesn't want to work in New Orleans. No. Which is I understand. I get it. But I'm sure he has been there seven years. I'm sure he wanted to play for a big market team. I know. I'm sure he wanted to play for a big market. I'm sure he wanted to play for like Chicago or New York or L.A. Right. But he got New Orleans. <laughs> so it's like, eh, mm, eh, mm, maybe not what he wanted, so to speak. But, I mean, this this could be interesting going right. into this month. Yeah. Because L.A. is stupid, right? Yeah, they're not smart. They'll fuck no. it up somehow. Yeah. Well, no, but what I'm saying is what they have – They've yeah. got a guy that needs to win this year or next year. Right. And they've got three guys that are going to win in like three years. Right. So where do you go with that? You don't. Well, I mean, <laughs> You're the Bulls. you trade either one or the other, right? Right, right. So, I mean, your future is I'm going to trade to win now or I'm yeah. going to trade to win right. down the road. I'm and Lawrence Holmes it. flat out said no more Bulls. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's six uh, four. Yeah, Rendon just Rendon. hit a he did donger. I, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but yes. Oh, that's all right. Go ahead. Hit about three ninety to right center. Oof. Yeah. Um. But I digress. Yeah. The, I mean, the like Lawrence. Like I said, Lawrence just flat out said, "Done. We're not talking bulls. <laughs> like we're out. We're right? tapping out." And I'm like, I mean, because what are we talking? Reddish? Cam Reddish? Is that what? That's what's going to excite the us? The athletic had some. I don't even know. I mean, this is how. I don't really care about basketball. Oh, some guy named Kobe. Well, there's that then. Some guy named Kobe, not spelled, right. spelled C O B Y, not K O B E. The oh, yeah. point guard from was, the point was, guard from the Tar Heels. That yeah. was that yeah. was the guy that they projected for them to get. Well, there were there were three guys they were looking at. Yeah, and the problem was they weren't sure if anybody any of them were going to fall to them. Exactly. So exactly. it was. Uh, the Red Raiders. <laughs> exactly. Wing shooting guard Jarrett Culver. Or oh, your, get this. Uh, so your your Tar Heel point guard Kobe White. Right. Or uh, the Cam Reddish, as exactly. as F4 mentioned. The only problem, they're not sure if any of them right. are going to get to seven. Right. That's the problem. They right. might. I mean, someone's going to make it there eventually, but it may not be him. I mean, in so. You know, we don't like just put a plastic bag over our head and call it a day. Right. Uh, they went through like the best players in the NBA right now, or, or especially the guys that were left in the finals and when they were picked. Yeah. It was all like seven to fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can get a guy. So you, I, you just have. To, uh, do you trust Garpacks to get the right guy? No. And it's just, no. I do not. No, I do not either. I do not. Not so. Much. And and that goes to uh, our good friend Mister Reinstor, who was on the radio the other day. Yeah. Just sounding not not smart no, and you know dumb. just giving you know first of all the Jim Boiling comment that he made I don't know if I've talked to you about this yet or not but what he said was uh, oh hey I've talked to Doug 
Doug Collins, he thinks Boylan's the guy. I did hear that. And Doug was so successful in the NBA. I mean, I really trust a guy that, that says that. I'm like, right. to myself, are you fucking kidding me with this? Why don't you, know? you make Doug Collins your fucking coach? Right? If that's what you think, yeah, the guy that's what, needs a That's job. what Lawrence said. Like, if you trust him so much. That much. Let him fucking coach. Right. Like, let him be the coach. Like, what are you yes. doing? And let oh Boylan be his little cheerleader guy yeah. monkey next to him. Yeah. Come on. Whatever. Right. Anyway, and then he went on and then he talked about how, you know, how much belief he has in Gar Packs and all the great picks they made. Everybody he mentioned awful. not only isn't on the Bulls right now, they're not in the NBA right they're now. They're awful. Yes. They're, yeah. And they're yes. gone. Yes. So at the time, you know, back, what was it, eight, ten years ago when the Bulls actually had a little bit of life? Right. Yeah. No. Not all those so guys much. are gone. They're all gone. But, oh, hey, look at that. That was good. So maybe they've still got that in them. No. No? They don't. Okay. No. No, they don't. All right. So I was listening to Cap the other day, and uh, <laughs> I always kind of considered him uh, a smarter pappy. Yeah. You know, I a little bit. I mean, yeah. he's still kind of meatball. He's old school, whatever. Yeah. He is what he is. But um, they asked, assuming that Jordan is the greatest player of all time, right? That's a safe assumption. Sure. Who's second? Mm, Kobe. Really? Probably, right? Do you think so? Over LeBron. Well, I don't See, this was Cap's argument. Yeah. He took Kobe. Yeah. And everybody else took LeBron. And I'm like... As far as revolutionizing the game goes, and Cap, where Cap went with it was, he said, uh, the killer instinct, like Jordan had. Yes. That the Kobe. Black Mamba has yeah. that, and that that uh, LeBron does doesn't. Not. Yeah, I agree with that. But the size and the way that guy, I come on, and come on, that, no, yeah, eight straight but finals. I mean, you could with shitty teams. You can have players and Kobe like, you had know, good dudes around him. Yeah, I mean, you can have players like Oscar Robertson or Pete so, And that's where I was going to go with that. Uh, Bill Russell, yeah, Wilt. Wilt. I mean, yeah, I mean right, there's, exactly. there, there's, there's your right. top five of people that yeah. revolutionized the game. I mean, there was guys that were the best at the time they were there, but then there's right. guys that really changed the way the game is played. Yes, true. So, And you, one could argue that if you're going to take it from that aspect – yeah, it's got to be Wilt. Well, yeah, right. Like if, if 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 Wilt was the best player before Jordan, and Jordan is the best player now, no matter who's come up since, if you're talking about revolutionary changing the way the game is played, then it's got to be Wilt. Yeah, right. Just because he was such gotta a freak. Be. Yeah, because the dude just—I mean, let's. I mean, Russell was amazing defensively, but right. he didn't really light it up. No. Whereas Wilt did both. Yeah. When he wanted to. <laughs> Toward the end. When he felt like it. Yeah. Wilt wanted yeah. to be Conan and lay or right. be in Conan and lay like twenty chicks. Yeah. At the same time. Correct. That's right. How can you sleep with yourself? Not a large <laughs> pile of money with many beautiful women. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well then. Yeah. That's so right. uh I would have thought that Discussion would have gone differently, but you you put the the Mamba in there at number, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean well, or number be, three if you're either, saying that it's either Kobe or Will, in my opinion. Okay, LeBron maybe four. The thing with LeBron, like you like Cap correctly pointed out, 
He doesn't seem to have that killer instinct. And that's the problem. And I guess this is a good way to segue into NHL, but Ovechkin, other than last year, when the Caps actually won a cup, didn't have that instinct at all. Yeah. Like none. And he finally showed it a little bit. So I guess. Because well, I think he saw the end of the road. Yeah, exactly. Like it took that for him to have it. It took desperation for him to have it. Yeah. You know, where guys like Lemieux and Gretzky and Gordie Howe and all the great players of the NHL, they had it from the jump. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to wait until the end of their career to go, oh, shit, I guess I better win a cup. I, I guess I better do this. Otherwise, I'll be right. Dan Marino. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's almost over. I better play you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And you and you can also. But you hate him way. anyway. I mean. I do hate him. I, I don't To like be him, fair. But, to be fair, but to be fair. you can you can argue that well, it's not him that caused them not to win those cups; that it was everybody else, which may or may not be a fair argument. Yeah, but if you're a great player, you make everybody around you great, and he that didn't. was Jordan's deal, right? And he didn't. Ovechkin didn't, I should say. Jordan no. absolutely did. Yeah, Ovechkin didn't. So, whatever. Hockey playoffs are upon us, Jay. They are hit me. Stanley Cup Finals coming. Uh, one of the participants, the Eastern Conference Finals, already been decided. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston laid the smackdown on Carolina, unfortunately. So it'll be the Boston Bruins against either the St. Louis Blues or the San Jose Sharks. Right. Uh, the Blues won today, 5 yeah. 0. So they're up three games to two going home for game six, I believe. If my yeah, so Gillespie uh, texted me and goes, yeah. You rooting for St. Louis? And I said, No shot. To lose? <laughs> yes. Yes. I am rooting for them to lose. Yeah, they Correct. can eat the entire bag. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want them to yeah, lose more the than just about anything. The Hawks aren't. Yeah. yeah, I want them to lose just for anything. I'm so I'm hoping that the Sharks will win game six on the road and then there you go. can win game seven at home. But Taking it's it a back. tall order. To, it's a tall task. It's a tall task. Is it? Do we even know where they play? Savage Center? The Bundelican uh, Parade? Trailer, trailer Park Under Center? Park? Sure. Sure. I think just playing a sheet of ice somewhere. I don't Why know not? Where it's Scott Trade Center, I think is the last time I heard it called something. Oh. Okay. I could be wrong. It's a, it's a building. It's There's some indoor building in St. Louis that has it. Uh, what is that? What, I don't know if it's the flea market. The indoor ah, flea market maybe has it. Why not? Or, right. I, I Swap meat. Right. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, again, you know, I'm not a Cubs fan, but. No. You know, the St. Louis Blues can eat the entire bag. I don't. No. Yeah. All of it. Oh, don't yeah. even save some. No. Feel free. Wow. <laughs> I just a note across the bottom of the screen. Largest home loss in franchise history for the Sharks. Ooh. Yeah. No bueno. Mm-hmm. And as we speak right now, the Bucks and Raptors are tied at 88. NBA, not to say way back to the NBA. Yeah. And uh, go Bucks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, okay. And not to I completely mean, it, just a, bite a, all of ESPN's programming, but... <laughs> If right. you were, if you were to start off an NBA franchise, who would your number one pick be? The player, yes. The current player, current player. Um, it would either be Steph Curry, really, or James, or James Harden. Probably James really? Harden. Yeah, probably James Harden. Okay. Yeah. Everybody else in the conversation, it was either KD yeah. or Giannis. Giannis might be a good call too. James Harden just, I mean, he just lights up everything. Yeah. And here's the, did you, did you, 
and again, we're sewing back to NBA, which is fine by me, which is fine. Did you see Daryl Morley tweeted something? The GM of the Rockets? No. Former, former stats employee, by the way, side note. Um, Oh. Yeah. Um, Apparently he said that, well, the rest of the league against Golden State is five and 24 in the playoffs and we're five and eight. So. Oh. (laughs) Trying to justify your loss. You're still at home watching this on TV. Right. Yeah, exactly. Trying to justify your loss. Yeah. Like, dude, just shh, quiet. sit this one out, champ. Like, right? Like, just don't, you, you can't beat the Warriors right now. And this okay, just Okay, so in. who's moving? I mean, Durant's not going to stay in Golden State, right? Because they don't need him. Right. The rumor right is now. he's going to the Lakers. He that's is. A rumor. Yeah, that's a rumor. Wow. Well, the Lakers have a shit ton of money. So he and LeBron together. Right. Well, shit ton of money doesn't matter because the Bulls have a shit ton of money and they're not going to hire anybody. Nobody's coming here. By the way, side note, right. there was a yeah. uh, article on the Athletic. They okay. somebody did one of those anonymous player surveys, and somebody ruled that James Boylan was the okay. worst head coach to play for. Outstanding in the league, and not only Love that, it. that the that the Bulls, in terms of agents, mm-hmm. they, they they also uh, interviewed some agents said that they're the biggest losers in the NBA, basically. That the wow. Bulls franchise, as constituted right now, are the biggest. Nobody wants to play there. Disappointment. Nobody. Well, I mean, that was always the the knock before, right? But, yeah, that's how, I mean, that just shows oh, how out of touch the to Reinsdorfs here, are. Bah. Right, this is all in the Reinsdorfs. Like, they were out of touch. And, like, look, if, if anything in this town has proven that if you get the right ownership, and you get the right chemistry in the front office, you'll win. <laughs> like, look at the Hawks, right? Right. The old, under the old man, they did nothing. Under Rocky, nothing. and when they got John McDonough, and, and yeah. all the guys from the and they won. They won big. The Bears, they got rid of every, the Angelo and all the other shitty GMs they've had and head coaches. They finally got a GM and a head coach on the same page, and they're winning. Right. White Sox in 2005. Cubs, you know, in 2000, in 2016, you get the right chemistry of people, you can win in any sport. Yeah. But if and my you, ADD's if you have Joe, because Adam Gase gets to hand pick the next GM in New Jersey, that is so. <laughs> I saw that and I just wait, literally wait what shook my head. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Adam Adam Gase. You yeah. get that guy gets to pick. Yeah. He's the interim GM of the Jets, mm-hmm. and he can pick whoever he wants. Right. And there's rumors circulating that the reason why McGannigan got fired was because he signed Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, like that's the that's. And I've already in, heard the and in my head, and in my fucking head, I'm going, dude. The owner approved it. Right. Like it's not like this guy had free reign to overrule the owner. If the owner heard that they were signing Le'Veon Bell, you think he might have chimed in? And if he didn't, yeah. then that's on the Jets. That's not on McGann, and that's on the Jets for not chiming in. If if they didn't want Le'Veon Bell, it's simple. The owner just goes, "Nope," and it doesn't right. happen. Like it, it, <laughs> I don't know. And then they fire him. Like I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Right, like you, you yeah. fire Le- you, you're fired for signing Le'Veon Bell, which the owner could have told told his GM, "Don't sign this guy." Like, yeah, I, I, I'm lo- I'm at a loss for words to understand that concept. Well, and then you put Adam Gase in charge. 
Oh, yeah. that's a great idea. <laughs> Come on. It, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And it's the biggest winner out of the whole thing supposedly was the Giants because it took them off the front page. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> the Giants, Giants are going to be so bad. Oh, my God. And this quarterback, I mean, the Manning family has faith in him, mm-hmm. which may account for a lot or a little. I don't know. But, right. but at the same point, nobody agreed with the pick. Like nobody. And usually when that happens, it doesn't yeah. pan well. Oh, well. No. There's no Cinderella story that happens, right? No. Not like how many times have you heard how many times have you heard a pick getting picked and everybody just shits on it and then oh. and then he turns out okay. Like if never, it, it was happen. in a market that wasn't in the spotlight and like people would forget about it next week. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Not New York. Not New York. Or LA. No. Or Chicago. LA. Or, or Vegas. Wait, what? Vegas? What? Raiders? Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, I guess, I guess yeah we play playing, them. In, they're playing uh, another London. season. Yeah, they're playing another season in Oakland, apparently. Are they really? Yeah. Because they're they not ready for them in the desert. The, the Vegas one, the Vegas, the stadium isn't ready. Of course not. The initial rumor was that they tried to ask the Giants to play at Pac Bell Park or whatever the hell it's called now. Ooh. Yeah, that was the rumor. Um, okay. But that got squashed. That didn't happen. Hmm. I think the Niners put the kibosh on that. Sure. It's like, you stay on your side of the bay, buddy. Yeah. Unwashed. (laughs) Over there. Speaking of the unwashed, Jay. They they must not have gotten uh, all the mobsters. That's right. Speaking of mobsters and unwashed. Yes. Did you you get a chance to watch Preakness at all? I don't think anybody in America did, Joe. I did. Well, Well, good for you. Because I'm a nerd. But no, I'm just going to say that with golf... Moving the championship there, and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there was and we can talk baseball about we can and chat up that too a little bit, but I want to get to the horse race just real quick. My daughter at a roller rink for I her birthday. Saw, I saw pictures for that. It's yes. pretty awesome. It was pretty retro. It's pretty a cool second pick. I mean, Vegas was her first pick, and then I went, yeah, I don't think so. Then roller rink it is. Yeah, there sure. you have it. Um, so the the Preakness Stakes was won by War of Will, who was the, the horse that bumped that got bumped by the eventual disqualified maximum security. Okay. That's the horse that he ran into. Okay. Was war. Well, that's kind of cool then. Yeah. It's a nice little redemption story for him for war. Well, right. Um, won the Preakness it was a good race. It was, fun. it was a good race. Close a little bit. Um, it was cool. Cause I had twin spires up cause I was actually doing some work, believe it or not. And, um, I got a flash thing on my screen. I said, hey, you get a free $2 bet for the Preakness. I'm like, sweet. Made my bet. I did a $1 box with the winner of the race, the one, and the four, who finished uh, eighth. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, didn't quite uh, get there. But I had half of it, which is a moral victory. Sure. Um, The four was the favorite and uh, did not get it done. So, in the Belmont, I I haven't even heard if Maximum Security is going to even be in the Belmont. And that's it. That's the first Saturday in June. That's three weeks away. Um, I haven't heard anything. But the maximum security owner, this is the reason why I brought all this up. Mm-hmm. He told the owners of every of, of the horse that won Country House, the horse he bumped into, which eventually won the Preakness, he told them both that you put up $5 million, I'll put up $5 million, winner take all. Wow. 
That'd be pretty cool. I know, right? But then, as somebody pointed out on the broadcast, then it's not a horse race. No. You know, without, and then there was this, oh man, I wish I, I wish I could have videotaped or whatever. They had this columnist from the Daily Racing Forum did a bit about the, the whole disqualification. Mm-hmm. And he brought up, you know, he, the point he was trying to make, and he made it eloquently, was that, look, every sport pretty much has replay, right? Mm-hmm. The quest to get it right is ingrained now in in the sports landscape in general. Like, you have to get it right. Whatever call right. it is, you have to get it right. Mm-hmm. That's been ingrained in all across the board. Why shouldn't horse racing have the same thing? And it, it's had it way before anybody else had it. It did. Like they've been doing videotape replays in the, since like the late seventies. Sure. You know the stewards and everything else. So if he did, I mean, and again, you can argue. And, and this had only happened else, one but, other time, right? But it, it wasn't instantaneous. It was like it a happened a couple later. days later. Uh, right. The winner of the Derby okay. was disqualified for they did okay. a blood test and he had he okay. was doped up. Got it. But in terms of bumping, I mean, bumping it happens every day, right? In tracks all across the country in North America, where there are stewards that watch video and everything else that you know, it's just the way it is. Just what happens. It's just a part of racing, and people that are not a part of racing, like I am. Not that I'm the authority on anything, because I'm not. Right. But they look at it and go, "Oh, blah, 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 right?" And like, well, you have to understand rules and, and everything that happens and if you understood all that then you would understand that maximum security should have been taken down you know just it's the way it works like sorry right. like sorry but that's the way it works sorry not sorry you're saying right yeah and, and like i said in the podcast that we talked about it yeah i've benefited and lost from disqualifications i've won sure. money because of a disqualification and i've lost money because of a disqualification it just happens it's part of you don't trade paint that's right. Rubbin's not racing. And your two favorite words are the end. <laughs> That's correct. We, we found that out. We found that out about. Uh, we did. We did. Um, so I, did you get any vinyl for your birthday? Did you get anything uh, fun? Or, or, well, or are you waiting, um, waiting patiently for a trip to Well, Chile? sir, I, uh, <clears throat> I purchased a few... Uh, few titles Ooh. that uh i've looked for in the wild but uh have not come across Elaborate. and i'm not sure if we talked about um everclear so much for the afterglow um yes. led zeppelin's first album nice uh rolling stones five by 12 by five okay um and i finally broke down off of the reverb and uh got can't buy a thrill Oh, nice. Good yeah, for you. The, the Steely Dan first album. Good so for you. I'm still going to look for it just to sure. see if I can get another copy. But yep. uh, the one that I got was pretty sweet. And um, it came <laughs> it came from a guy uh, that calls himself like the Vinyl Doctor or something sure. like that. And he, there's yeah. a prescription <laughs> that, he, that he sends along with your album that says That's awesome. like overworked. And then right. he has that box checked. Right. And it says need stiff checked. drink that right. box is checked right. and then it says and listening to vinyl that's awesome so, that's cool that's it was really outstanding cool. uh oh and uh <laughs> i i did uh venture into uh north street Ooh. last week i had okay. to be uptown for something for work yep. and yep. i crossed over and got nine tonight um like bob Seeger, <laughs> and uh nice 
honky uh, chateau. Oh, Elton John. Nice. So my pursuit of getting the Elton John albums from 70 to 72 has begun. Nice. So that's well played. my first 4A. Well played. Uh, I, we I, are I tied with two seconds left for the Bucks and the Raptors. Oh, boy. 96, and, 96. And I'm sitting here watching baseball. Oh, boy. Well, hey, why wouldn't you? Um, it is I, the superior sport. I texted you uh, and and pointed out that Wilco has a semi-annual sale. Yes, sir. Um, on everything in their store is discounted a certain percentage, like vinyls that 25% of whatever. So I'm looking, and I ordered Summer Teeth for $13. Outstanding. Brand new. So that's- Double album. Going to be shipped. 180 gram. Sharply. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm stoked by that. I could have literally bought everything in the store <laughs> that I didn't already have. I know, man. But I- But half I, the fun I, is I sh- hunting, my, right? My, my cart was like $90, and I'm like, I oh. can't spend 90 bucks. Delete, nope. delete, delete, delete. Summer Teeth is the one that I really want to hear, so we'll get that one. There you go. Right. So, and I almost, I almost was big dogging it and almost bought being there, the deluxe. Oh, the 80. Yeah. Which wow. is down to like $58 or something like that. Yeah. Or it was. It. it was. Yeah. I'm like, man. I think it still might be going on through today. Yeah. We're yeah. going to overtime. Yeah. By the way, uh, Howie Kendrick, the Howie Kendrick just hit a home run. Oh, so it's 6'5". Six, 6'5". Five? Six, five. Now Ooh. by the coup, Ian or not Ian, Brandon Kinsler on the line, not Ian Kinsler, Joe Brandon Kinsler, no. two former different people, uh, twin. Two nah, that's right. Well, that's what you get for signing a twin. That's what yeah. you, you get. That and he's been are, lights out all year, man. Yeah, but circling he's back, been to their the best twins, reliever. Circling back to the twins, they, I, it pisses me off they're that good. I got to be honest, doesn't yeah, make I, me happy because they're really good. Like they're small really market. Good. I know. I know. What are you going to do? Clock on the wall, Jason. I think it's uh, maybe time to move along. And uh, for those of you that hate the Game of Thrones, you will not have to hear about it much after tomorrow. No, because, yeah. Yeah, it ends tonight. That's right. And I'm that guy who's never seen a single episode. Sure. Why not? Sure. I mean, come on. There's things you watch and there's things you don't watch. I mean, I remember hearing about Breaking Bad. I'm like, no, that's good for you. Never and seen then uh, later on, I completely <laughs> just binge watched all yeah. of it. The, the, the like, only show it. that it's I've, so good. The only show I've ever binge watched is Curse of Oak Island. That's it. Oh, yeah, that's not even the uh, maybe Top Gear. That's where I was going to go. Yeah, Top Gear. I, sure. I did. I did binge watch Top Gear, but other than that, like all the big cult shows, like Breaking Bad and, and Lost. Game of Thrones and Lost, never seen keep it. So. Couldn't I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. We in uh thank you for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. Uh you can find us on the Facebooks. We are www.facebook.com slash it's that pod. Uh we're also on the Twitters. Uh I am at Triple Lindy's. Jason is at J the letter. The letter. Sleet, Shirley. You can email us, Joe at it's that podcast.com or Jason at it's that podcast.com. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and now Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa, play It's That Podcast from the TuneIn app. Uh, give us a little thumbs up, a little review, a little, <laughs> little something, something. I know yeah, a couple man. of you have Read, done that, right. and we super appreciate it. Thanks for doing subscribe. that. Uh, yeah, subscribe. Do what you got to do, brother, brother. Get what you, get our episodes. You can get it in, in the Podbean app as well. Let's not discount that. You can get it yeah. off the Podbean app as well. 
quickly, succinctly. As soon as we put it up, it's there. We want to thank you guys for listening, and we hope you tune in to the next episode of It's That Podcast. Fuck the